0: Welcome to Royal Grace Chapel, the Empowerment Center, where faith comes alive through inspiring messages and teachings. At Royal Grace Chapel, our mission is to empower you to connect with God in worship, relationship with other believers, and enable you to fulfill your purpose for global impact. We believe in the power of transformation through the Word of God, and that's exactly what you'll experience as you journey with us through our plethora of messages. Get ready to be equipped, uplifted, and empowered on your path of faith. Be transformed as you listen to today's empowering message. We are going to be looking into the topic integrity. 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 The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 29. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 29 it says the way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity. NLT. Proverbs 10 29, New Living Translation. The way of the Lord is what? Is a stronghold to those with integrity, but it destroys the wicked. Proverbs 10:29, New Living Translation. The way of the Lord. Is a stronghold to those with integrity, but it destroys the womb, the wicked. As Christians, which way do we follow? As stated in that scripture, please leave the scripture on the screen. As stated in that scripture, the way that we follow is the way is the way of the Lord. But the way of the Lord is two things to two different categories of people. Amen, somebody. The first category of people are those with integrity. And the second category of people are those that are considered wicked. Turn to somebody and say the opposite of wicked is integrity. According to this scripture. Two categories of people. One and opposite. Wicked. Integrity. Integrity. Wicked. If you lack integrity, God considers you as wicked. Hallelujah. Integrity, the Bible says, the way of the Lord, the way of the Lord, when we are practicing Christians, When we are following the way of the Lord, two things can happen to you if you're on that road. Two things. It can be a stronghold to you, and it can be what? Be a destruction. Hi. Two things. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity. But it is destruction to those that are wicked. It is plain. It is not assumed. It is written clearly. It is short and it is precise. So don't you think that we need to know about integrity? Since integrity is a very big thing, it's a very big deal. But you know that Nowadays, to find those that are with integrity are very rare. How many people agree with me? It's like when you see somebody with integrity, it's a precious thing. It's a rare thing, right? Most people live without integrity. And much more, Christians live without integrity. A lot of Christians think it is okay to just be a passing Christian without integrity. It's like, ah, you know because, you know why? Because integrity is equal to holiness. Hallelujah. In this morning's class when I was addressing the uh, membership class, those of you that have not joined the membership class, you are missing stuff. You are missing, not to somebody that you didn't say at the membership class, you are missing stuff. You are missing good stuff. Yeah. So you have to be there. Membership is equal. Sorry. <laughs> integrity is equal to what? Holiness. The reason why integrity is not common anymore is because people don't want to live a disciplined holy life. So ah, am I the Holy Spirit? Am I holy Jesus? It's only the Holy Spirit that can be holy. We human beings, we can't be holy. Where did you get that scripture from? as Christians, we ought to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a must for Christians. That means we can be holy just as he is holy. It's not a one-time thing. Integrity, when we, when we go further in this teaching now, you will see that is a continuous process, daily process. A person that has integrity yesterday, might not have it today if he refuses to work on it. Integrity is the stability in your life that keeps you rooted and keeps you constant and keeps you going with your principles. Hallelujah. It is not something that is an inheritance and comes out of thin here and remains. It takes a maintenance culture, and maintenance of a way of life, consistency that you have to be involved in. Hallelujah. So I want you to put at the back of your mind what the book of Proverbs says. Integr- the way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity. A stronghold is a covering. It is something that is a strong. You know what a stronghold is? A stronghold is a place where nothing can touch you. It's a form of covering that has a, a heavy backing. Are you understand what I'm saying? So there can be a house, but inside the house, there can be a stronghold. Even if the house crumbles, the stronghold is supposed to remain. Integrity is that, that thing that converts the way of the Lord into a stronghold in our lives. Hallelujah. So you may ask, what is integrity? Integrity is a quality of being honest. Definition for those of us that want it, we can write it down. Integrity is the what? Quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Integrity is the quality of being what? Honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness and being whole and undivided. Integrity is a quality of being honest, having strong moral principles, moral uprightness and being whole and undivided. Integrity is a quality of being, number one, what is it? Honest. Number two, having moral principles, moral uprightness, number three, number four, being old, number five, undivided. So five things that makes up integrity. The first one is what? Honesty. The second one is what? Moral principles. Strong moral principles. Not moral principles. Strong what? Moral principles. The third one, moral uprightness. Not moral comma. Moral comma. Moral downwardness. Moral uprightness. Then the next one is what? Being whole and complete. Being whole and complete. And the fifth one is undivided. There is nothing divided that can stand. Undivided. uh, Undivided. That is integrity. You know we are defining integrity. So all these elements makes up integrity for our prayers to be answered and for us to live a good life integrity is a key ingredient let me tell you something there are two ways to learn in this life we either learn from the experiences of others or we learn from counsel but there is one short sure thing. Everybody will learn eventually. Right. Whether it takes you one year to learn, or it takes you 30 years, the lessons of life must be learned. Whether in health or on the sickbed, the lessons of life will be learned. Whether in the appropriate time or when it is too late, the lessons of life is a must for everybody. Some people in their last breath, that's when they will say, ah! The truth will dawn on them People at the point of irredeemable shame they will say I die no I would have listened some people at the point of irredeemable damage they look around and learn the lesson you can learn a lesson by choice or By force. But the lessons will be learned. Hallelujah. You know sometimes one of the preachers during the GWIC says that sometimes you are at a point in your life when you look at the things and you feel that I should have learned this thing a long time ago or oh, I should have taken this counsel a long time ago you get there eventually every one of us gets there it is now left to us to take the counsel of the word of god or to leave it but you know there are there are there are there are there are there are people in our lives he said uh, uh, I think it was, it was uh, Apostle Peter that was saying that he, he saw the picture of the mother. Huh? Was he the one? And she had on hot, hot skimpy things. And when our mothers are telling us, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. They say, You're old school. That's not what is raining now. That's not what is happening now. I, I, I had a friend when she was getting married some years back because she met a good man. She had had a rough life. Don't do somebody say rough life. rough life? That's a summary. You know, when I say rough life, this don't go, don't go, don't go into details. It has been rough. It has been rough. It is not discussable. But God helped her. And she went to the, uh, uh, the ministry. And she found a good man. And the man was ready to settle with her and say, I love you, everything. Oh, warts, pimples, everything, everything. And when they were getting married, the, the marriage was not, you know, of a certain class. You know, there's a certain class that people look for in weddings. They want to rent a hall. They want to, so it was just a compound thing and all. And the younger sister, who is the happening babe in the at that time, looked at her and said, what's, "What's this? What is this? When I am getting married, eh? It will be the talk of the town. There will be paparazzi. There will be You know, there's an adage in my language that says, "A child that says the father is not prosperous." And the mother's clothes are some way. You are so there now. Wait for your time. Turn by turn. I so like be. And so she said a whole lot of things. But the sister did not mind. I just got married. Many years later. Many years later. Things were not going according to the plans. The questions were not even being popped. Like, who who, who, who are you? How are you? How do you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Nobody was asking. (laughs) Many years later, she decided to now go the other way and got pregnant. And she got pregnant. And that was the wedding. You know, there's a way the pregnancy will become the wedding. That was it. There was no even need for compound sitting and all those things. And it's like, who, who, who is responsible? Oh, yeah. Let's go, there. After many, many years, all the big girl sheep, you know, there is a way life's lessons can humble everybody. If you have people in your life that counsels you, it's because there is still an opportunity for you to change. When the lessons are to be learned, the teachers will stop coming. Hallelujah. So, integrity is the quality of being honest, having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, the being old and undivided. Proverbs 11, verse 3, what does it say? Proverbs 11, 3. Honesty guides good people, dishonesty destroys teachers' people. You, because you can ask, what is honesty? Amen. Honesty guides us. Sometimes when we get to the point where we have to be honest, some of us want to cut corners. We want to hold back the truth because we don't want to be seen in a certain light. But the Bible says honesty does what? What does honesty do? It guides. It's a guide to you. Do not let people intimidate you into dishonesty. Some of us we have trade uh, trade uh, clubs or something that we have joined, and in that trade they start telling you. I remember when I joined a particular I was having I was uh, baking I had a bakery, and the, the the association came you know, and they had some kinds of things. I don't know whether it's the one. I know it's not a general thing. I I don't want to believe it's a general thing, but there are some. To, to, some kind of things that are done and I specifically said that I will not join because I cannot abide with this stated uh, any bread I am making my children cannot eat from I cannot sell it to the general public are you getting what I am saying? because of certain gains sometimes we find ourselves being dishonest a, an, 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 an unequal scale or a scale that is not real or balanced is an abomination unto the Lord. A scale, some of us have joined the Fish Sellers Association and they want to buy one kilo of fish from you. You have put two plates together and put it on the scale then turn it to zero do you know what that means a lot of us don't even know it means that the plate has been measured along with the 1 kilo so except the, when you remove the plate from it you will see that the kilo the scale will go back to minus minus 500 grams why 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 dishonesty and so you have measured the thing you have measured the thing I don't even know whether I said that right you know I think is if you put the plate away from it and turn it to zero yes if you remove the plates and turn it to zero that's when it's dishonest so those of us that used to buy things in kilos and measurements, you need to look at it. Let the, the thing that is going to be used to hold what you're measuring be, be placed on it and see that it's on zero before they measure anything for you. Because if the plate on it is sitting down and it's not on zero, it means that whatever they are bringing with that plate is also measured with what. The moment you look at the scale, and an empty scale is reading zero by itself. Know that whatever they are using to measure it is measured along with it. And some of them, because of that, they had two, three plates together. And then they put your chicken on it. And the chicken that is supposed to be 1 kg, you look at it, <laughs> 1 kg of chicken is reducing every day it's because of where you are buying it. 1 kg here is 1 kg in America, is 1 kg in Dubai. If it is the truth, it cuts across every continent of the world. Honesty, integrity is based on honesty. Some of us are, are, are telling the truth in a lying way. You are, you are saying that you are saying the truth, oh, But the presentation of your truth, the carrier of your truth is the lie. It takes smartness to be able to. But it is also a lack of integrity that makes you mix lie and truth intelligently. You are talking to somebody, you know that this is not the whole truth. I am not being completely honest. But because you want to be seen in a certain light, you dump your integrity in the waste being. Integrity is not something that anybody can get for us. We want God to bless us. We want the prophecy to manifest and blossom in our lives. We come every time to pray. But if the vessel is wrong, the eyes of God does not behold sin. We can constitute a nuisance to our blessings by ourselves if we do not watch those things that we do and the way we do them. Integrity is a must- for every child of God. Hallelujah. And I say here, I, I have here, it says, integrity involves what? What are those things that it involves? Honesty? Having strong moral principles. Moral principles does not own, is not limited to sexual alone. Moral principles relate to everything moral everything moral it's not only sexual relationships strong moral principles principles are those things that don't change integrity means that you are not divided it means that you are not one color here and one color there hallelujah The Bible says in the book of Exodus, chapter 33, verse 14, it says, And God said to Moses, I am that I am. Hallelujah. I am that I am. And he said, That's Exodus 3:14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am, and he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Do you know why it is used as I am? Is because God never changes. I am was I am in the days of Abraham. Is I am in the days of Felicia. It will be I am in the days of our unborn children. It will not change. He says, "Tell them that is I am that I sent you. It is that God that has not changed from the days of your fathers." The promises he gave to them, it will fulfill now. Our God is a God of integrity. We as his children must not be bastards. When they see our father, they must be able to, when they see us, they must be able to relate to whose children we are. Integrity here in Lagos State, integrity is the same in Lagos, as it is in America, some of us, our parents cannot even trust us to go to schools. I'm talking to those of us that are youth. To be on us our, by ourselves in the universities. To be by ourselves in places. The things that you are capable of doing in the dark gives people goose pimples. Uh, People are scared about it. When people cannot vouch for you and what you are saying, that it is the truth, all but the truth, nothing but the truth, you need to do an integrity check for yourself. Integrity is what you carry by yourself. It's not something that somebody can lay hands on you and say, Brother John, receive integrity. Integrity is not received. Integrity is lived out. Integrity is carried out in our actions. It is something we decide to do. Hallelujah. We have to understand this. That God is the I am that I am. And he needs us to be like him. Remain like him. Be who we say we are. Every time and all the time. Hallelujah. Integrity has three, I'm I'm going to talk about three bases that integrity should have in our lives. Three bases that you should or yardstick for measuring integrity. The first one is commitment. Commitment. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 15. But Israel soon became fat and unruly. The people grew heavy, plump, and stuffed. They abandoned the God who had made them and made light of the rock of their salvation. If you go down to 19, it says, The Lord saw this and drew back, provoked to anger by his own sons and daughters. He said, I will abandon them and see what becomes of them. For they are a twisted generation, children without integrity. We need to be committed to to our ways of pleasing God. Integrity needs continuous work. Sometimes, when the Lord has blessed us, when we have gotten to the place of fulfillment, when we become a bit comfortable, when the prophecies and the miracles, you know, when the, the, uh, the prophets that came, when he was ministering, he said, 90-something people are becoming millionaires, dollar millionaires in this season. Many of us receive that prophecy. When we get to the point when these things begin to manifest, will your integrity still be seen? Hallelujah. See the Israelite here. They said they became fat and unruly. Things became comfortable for them. They became plump and they abandoned the abandoned honesty they abandoned being straightforward. There's a way you can see comfort and you can see money and you begin to double into other things. There's a way you can see success and your business begins to work. I have told you before that when I started my business after some time, I began to see several things. You will see I run it because I run a school. You will see some mothers come to you and say that. Oh, give me another bill write something else for me so that I can give to my husband something else and then, or give me the bill, how to eat, when he pays then you give me back. I'll give you your own courts. And I'm like, why should I be your accomplice? Me, I'm going to heaven no straits It's not by force. This, in this place, I don't do that. I can give you discount. I can do what? Give you discount. If it is uh, something that I can bear, But that I will give you a bill. Your husband that I don't know. You will go and give him. Then you come back to me. I have seen someone say, I want to come and serve here. I've done you service. I want to come and serve. And then you give me. I will be paying you. Don't worry. But I I will not be showing up to work. Because I have another business I want to go and do. But you will be signing my. I said no. Thank you. No, thank you. It's an offer. I can decide to accept it or not. That is why people lose their integrity because integrity can be kept or lost. Your integrity, you have to be committed to it by yourself. Nobody can be committed to it for you. You have to show your commitment to it whether you are fat or you are slim. Turn to somebody, whether you are fat or slim. Every slim person has the tendency of becoming fat. I'm a living example. Nowadays, when I go back home to my parents, some of the people that knew me 17 years ago, when they see me, ah! they're shocked. Why? Everything has become double double. They never imagined that that skinny weenie that floats when she's walking, she's. How did it happen? What happened to you? Great things. Hallelujah. No condition is permanent. How many of us have heard that before? That you are slim now, that things are tight, that you are not able to eat well. Brothers, or married brothers, that you still have your six pack. There will come a time when they are bringing your food to you and water to wash. You, you don't even have to stand up. When you finish it, and somebody will come and clear it. The flat stomach can become pot belly. When it becomes pot belly, are you still going to keep your integrity? You don't have money now, so even to toast one babe is a problem. You look at it and say, ah, you calculate in your mind. If I go and meet Anna and I express myself, she can say that she wants. <laughs> she can say that she... there's even even branching you know, under the canopy. Buy me a drink and two egg grow. Then you calculate, calculate two egg grow, one drink, ah. My transport will tomorrow. Let me hold my peace. (laughs) Let me hold my peace. It's not my time yet. My time is coming. Lord, bring my time. My time is coming. Let my time come near. When your time comes and you have a million in your account, will you look at the same and say, now you have the money, you can afford to go and sit under the canopy and say, everybody... Take what you want. In fact, mommy, how much is the Osho glass? Then the girls are like, hey, 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 All those people that don't smile at you before. They are not only smiling, they are rejoicing. In your presence. When you are coming, they come around and I'll meet you. It's like ah, I'm a big, I'm a big boy now. I can have anything I want. You, have a, you didn't have a house. You were scotting before. You now have a house. God has blessed you with a room and parlor self-contained. Then you are thinking of how somebody will come and be scotting. Come and cook for you. Those things that will not bring integrity to your name. Then you remember that you need somebody to wash your clothes. You need somebody to prepare food for you. There are some foods that you should not eat. You have no, not married that She's cooking for you. Where's your integrity? Benefits of marriage before marriage. You have not married her. Huh? You saying that you want to express your love by touching her. Benefits of marriage before marriage. You have mind. No, you have mind. You too they've not said they will marry okay. I've been in a relationship with him since 1955 you're you are a big fool what is happening with you 1955 is it equal to marriage the mother knows me the grandmother knows me the great grandmother knows everybody knows me in his house because of that you have entered the touching ministry Touch me, I touch you. God is angry. No, thank God. No the verse. You touch me when I touch you to. You've lost your integrity because now you are comfortable. Before, you did not have a way to express all those things because there's no money in your pocket. When the money comes, will your integrity still be intact? Would you say no? I, why are you saying no now? Is it because you have integrity or because you don't have the means to do what you want to do? Is it because you are still with your parents? That's why your hair has not become something else. That's why your skin has not become black and, ye- black and, ye- black and yellow. Today you are black. Tomorrow you are yellow because your cream has been. Your cream is here. Today you are yellow. The cream factory packed up. Next tomorrow she become published black. Hey. <laughs> published brownish. Published brownish. We can't tell. You look at it and black and yellow. What's your complexion? <laughs> we can't tell. Some places, some other places Yeah, color. Give him a round of applause. Why? Your lack of integrity. Because of that that you have, you cannot remain. When you now have you're comfortable, the Bible says here. It says, Oh, my time. Hallelujah. They become fat and unruly. If you don't have integrity, you become fat and unruly. The second thing you need to do. That integrity needs in your life is you need to be constantly examined. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 17. Constantly what? Examined. First Chronicles 29, 17, NLT says, I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all this with good motives, and I have watched your people offer the gift willingly and joyously. Our motives are examined. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you saying what you're saying? Sometimes when you engage people in conversations, I have learned in the ministry to to step back and be objective. Sometimes our relationship with people clouds our judgment and does not allow us to see the motive behind conversations that are happening around us. I will have my children come to me with certain conversations or with certain reporting systems and by the end of the day when you, when you, when you uh, 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 what is it called when you go and examine that thing, when you go and investigate what they are saying, you will see that the, the, the report was twisted because of a certain motive because they want to look in a certain way because they want to justify certain things. Yesterday, when we got home very late in the night, my, the baby of our family and the next baby, you know, the baby, the baby chairman and the second in command of the baby were having, I don't know what happened, so, we just like, from the study, then the baby ran into the room and Climbed on the bed and slept beside the daddy and you know was rubbing. You know, there's a way a cat rub the body, on. then my husband looked at it and said, He has done something. <laughs> he said, Then he looked at the door, expecting the nurse in commanding baby to come in. She didn't come in. Then he kept quiet. Then later on, the nurse in command came in. He said, Daddy, do you know what happened? But meanwhile, the baby has made himself comfortable, was rubbing, and you know the way you do when you have worn something? And I said, Tad, did you know what he did? I said, what did he do? I, he, he wanted to play with the socket, the electricity, and then I sp- smacked his hand. Then he went behind and did like this. Was, those of us that know what that is. And because he had been corrected severally, that you don't do that. It's an abuse. He knows what it is. So he did it to her to make her, uh, you know, maybe run after him and come to and beat him so that, you know, daddy can now. So the motive, he orchestrated the thing. He did not come to play with daddy or to, you know, he came because he had done something. And he presented himself as a gentle, righteous baby. Some of your friends are conniving like that. They will come with you with conversations and present themselves as a gentle writer's baby. Faultless. All the conversations, uh, you know, I know I've done wrong, but any conversation that ends with but has cancelled everything that they said before. Yeah. That person I, said, I know that but that but means that I still have rights. Be weary of conversations and go in that direction. Hallelujah. The motive has to be right for integrity to be confirmed. The motive has to be examined for your integrity to be confirmed. The motive is very, very important. An element in integrity. You cannot leave it out. The motive is the core of integrity. Hallelujah. The final thing I have here is that integrity demands maintenance. Maintenance. The Bible says in Job chapter 2, verse 9, it says his wife said to him, Job chapter 2, verse 9, you live in transition. Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Cause God and many of us know that scripture, right? Are you still trying to maintain it? It was in the middle of chaotic situations. But Job said, He is still my God. I still believe what I believe. I still remain the man faithful to his God. I will not turn right or left. I will not go to places. I still, if he doesn't do it, so be it. Some of us have present situations, long standing situations in our lives. That has made us walk in the path of unrighteousness. Because you want to have money at all costs, you have gone to join Yahoo Yahoo. Do you know the, the AKA of Yahoo Yahoo? Yahoo Yahoo is also known as ham robbery. Stop touching up the name for thieves. A thief is a thief whether you touch the name up or not. They say, hey, something very spectacular. Something very I don't know how to. It's, it's not spectacular, but I've not heard it before. Children now in school, we were asking in a particular class, "What is the occupation of your father?" You know, as they come out and say, "Come and talk about your what, what, do, what does your father do?" This boy came out and said, "I cannot say what my daddy does." He said, uh-uh, "Why now? Your daddy must do something. Don't you want? Is your daddy not paying your school fees? Don't you want to be blessed? You must be proud of your daddy." The boy laughed. I can't see it. <laughs> the teacher now moves closer. What will you tell me? What does your daddy do? Say, my daddy is an internet fraud froster. Ah. internet froster. <laughs> Yahoo, Yahoo. Ah, don't say it. His daddy is a banker. You can sit down. Because of the other children. You say it, you start answering questions. Internet, from what's frusta? When you go into the menu of roster, the class has ended. Amen. A thief, a bona fide thief with title. Master thief. That's yahoo yahoo. Broad daylight. People are claiming thief-free. Just like that. And it's okay. Some wives marry them and they know. Some people have children with them and they know. They are in the house together. They are not doing anything but picking money from other people's accounts. And you can spend it. There is a curse on thieves. There is a curse on thieves. It can be sweet in the beginning, but the end is bitter. Ah, hallelujah! So this is it. The the, the Bible says, Job said, "Are you still trying to maintain?" The Job's reply was certain. Yes, I'm. I'm maintaining my integrity with the Lord. It is not something that we ought to change by. Hallelujah. What are the ways to measure its integrity? Number one, what are you like when no one else is around? Measurement of integrity. Number one, what are you like when no one else is around? That's the first thing. Write it down. What are you like? What am I like when no one else is around? We all know what we are like when everybody is around. We know the songs we sing. We know the way we speak. We know the way we laugh. We know the way we talk. We know the way we dress. We know the things we do when everybody is around. But what are you like when no one else is around? Is it the same thing as what you are like when everybody is there? Hallelujah. The second thing is, how do you treat others when they, it can't benefit you? How do you treat others when you are not going to be benefiting? That's another way to measure integrity. When it is not to your benefit, when you are not going to get it, be getting anything from it, how do you treat people? Some of us, because of our temperament, we dismiss anybody that we cannot benefit from. Because of our way of life. Because of how we, we, we see things and we, we, we value people based on what we can get. How do you treat people naturally? How do you talk to people naturally when you cannot benefit from it? The third thing is, how sincere, humble, and transparent are you? Measurement of words. Integrity. How sincere are you? How humble are you? How transparent are you? Some people, what you see is not what you get. They are like black shades. You cannot see through. Hallelujah. You know when you are wearing a dark shade, you can see other people. But the essence of dark shade is nobody can see your eyes. Anybody with integrity is transparent. What you see is what you get. Hallelujah. The fourth one, right? Are we on the fourth one? Are you the same person when you are with different people? Hey. The way you are with your sisters and your brothers. Is it the same way you are with other different people? If they say, you know, have you met people before and say, and people around in their place of work say, ah, she's so calm and gentle. And maybe the sister is around and say, eh? Who? Who is gentle? Or they say, oh, she's so, so like, my son, for instance, now, Josiah, you may may think that, oh, he's so calm. Look at him looking gentle. He smiles, he's calm. But if you want to know him truly, ask the sisters. He pets people. He's generous. Some people are generous to the people that are outsiders. Inside, you have to cotto them before you get more narrow. I'm a very generous person. Who says who? Who is saying it? Are you generous to different people? Before you can claim generosity. You're generous here, you're generous there. You are generous everywhere. You're generously cut across. Not only the people that are benefiting you. Hallelujah. So the first thing again, let me be sure you are following. The first the first way to measure integrity is how? What are you like when no one else is around? The second one. How do you treat others who can benefit you? The third one. How sincere, humble, and transparent are you? Are you the same person when you're with different people? Do you have a particular shade here when you talk to people in this corner? You don't have people like that they have different versions of the story for everybody, depending on who they are talking to. Some are, have even taken it to the next level. When they are talking to particular people, they remove some things. It's not even the version they learn that is different. The content is not complete. Then they face another people. They paint, they say, what they are saying is a true though, but it's still not complete. Some vital information. But do you know that sometimes when you see the true picture, the truth becomes a lie. How many of us have encountered that thing before? See, but you should have told me this. Yes, I know all that you said is the truth. But why did you not tell me this? Because if you have told me this, it would have changed the way I received what you have told me. Such a person lacks integrity. You have to identify those of your friends that are different or you have heard a version of something from here and then you hear another thing and then that vital thing, if you have put it together, I have had experiences with it a lot with my children. Children are experts in doing divide and rule. Mommy, he slapped me. Have you never heard it before? He slapped me. Why did you, what did you do? Nothing. <laughs> if you hear the explanation of that nothing, you say, uh, is it only slap? Come here. Let me give you a knock. Because that nothing, eh? is a lot. If you have people in your life, some, sometimes it's even our parents that does it. Sometimes when my parents have slight misunderstanding, I have learned a long time ago not to be involved. It's not that I'm a wicked child, but rarely will you see the true picture. They will never tell you everything. You go and meet the mother; she will tell you things and even cry and put. If you make judgment based on that, you are going. God can be angry with you. You can go to hell. Step back and go and hear from your father. You will be shocked. When you now hear from him, you will know that this battle belongs to the Lord. <laughs> this battle is not your battle. This battle belongs to the Lord. Let the Lord come and intervene. He said, daddy mommy, you need to fast and pray. God will help us to solve this matter. Me, I sign out. Yes, even I have a, a group for my siblings. My, me and my siblings. We, we don't. We refrain from discussing their matter because the more you see, the more you look, the less you see. Hey, Hallelujah. And all of us want to grow old. Amen? So that we will not say what we are not supposed to say. Because when you see the true picture, you are shocked. I've come to learn that as for parents and those people that are older than you, that you want to, you're aspiring to be like, when they have issues and they tell you about it, be very, very objective. Don't be quick to talk. And say, eh, why? It's when you are young that you can do that. With the older you get, you like, ah, mommy, calm down. Ah, calm down. The Lord is with you. The Lord is, ah, uh-uh, ah, sorry. You need more. Don't talk about the usual. You need meek. I'll ban Kara for you. Pet them like children. And move on. So that your life can be long. In the land of the living, amen. There was a time that my mom was so angry and said, Go and help me to do go and talk to him like this. My father, I should go and talk to him like that. <laughs> Somebody that is the only one in this life that can cause me. <laughs> hey, God help me. I said, I've worked. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you don't have, if you have people like this, they are all around. Some of them will even love them. They don't have integrity. You cannot even tell them to their face that, if you don't have integrity. If you say it, it's another thing. But you know it. You have to deal with them in that night. It doesn't mean the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Loving does not mean you should cut your principles into half. Be principled whilst you are loving. Let your light so shine. If you have friends that don't have, that lack integrity, you know, that you, know, you can talk to, talk to them about it. Those that you cannot talk to, pray for them. But don't join and start, you know, cutting your own principles into half because you want to love someone or you want to look good to someone. Hallelujah. So like I said, are you the same person when you are with different people? The next one is, are you the same person in public and in private? Are you the same person in public and in private? When you are outside, you are like, you are yawning, in private, no in public, but in private. you Open it wide when you're in public. You don't you talk with a British, British accent, but in public, you talk with equity accent in, in, in private. Rather, be weary of people that switch like lights. Pam, they are there. Pam. The next one, do you quickly admit to yourself and others when you are wrong? You know that all these things are self-tests. I'm not talking about others because some of the times when we listen to messages like this, we think about others, we don't think about ourselves. So apply it to yourself first. Do you quickly admit to yourself and others when you are wrong? Like I said earlier, some of us are specialists in saying, giving excuses for ourselves, even for wrongdoing. I know I slept with her, but he he also should not have talked to me like that. Why? It's lack of integrity that makes you look at what somebody did wrong to you when you have done wrong. You have done something wrong, but you still feel that you have the audacity to point out the wrongs that others have done for you in the process of correcting your wrong. Hmm. Integrity. Hallelujah. (laughs) Mommy, I know that I broke the plate, but it shouldn't have come to smack me. You deserve to be smacked. If you have done something wrong, you take responsibility for it. It is not then that you start pointing fingers at other people. Are you understanding what I am saying? Yes. Wow. Integrity makes you humble enough to own understanding. I know. it is, it is a, When a big thing falls you down, smaller things will have the opportunity to climb on top. It is because something big has fallen you down. That's why smaller things. If you see somebody who died, you, the person that has died should not be asking why a lizard is walking over it. If you are alive, a lizard whatever it is uh, ants cannot walk over you it is ridiculous for you to be asking why somebody else is doing something else to you when you have done something wrong humanity makes you stay there and take it i have seen a lot of people Go in the wrong way and instead of them to focus on what they've done wrong and the place of restitution and the place of uh, rehabilitation and seeking God and their relationship with God to be mended. Go around talking. Uh, I know I did wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt by this person. Why should this person not call me? Why did, should this? Ah, ah. You are not repentant yet though. You are not and you don't have integrity. We need to swallow this bitter medicine so that we can be better people. There was a story, that, a book that Reverend sent to the ministers recently of a man that had a discussion uh, like a phone, what they call phone, phone sex with a member of the church. He was a pastor of the church. And he was having, he was saying something fluid and uh, you know, you know, Inappropriate words with the wife of somebody that used to be in the church, and you know it's a white man. And so, and another extension in the room, his fifteen-year-old son picked up the phone, and listened in, and he was shot And when that one went to camp, spoke to the youth pastor about it. Do you understand? The youth pastor came to confront him, and he was he was he admitted it and he apologized, but he did not talk to his wife about it. Two years later, it became a big deal and he became suspended out of the church and kicked out of the church because of it he was voted out of the church but it took 2 years and because it was the same person that knew about it that he did not make restitution he did not do the appropriate for 2 years he kept covering it he kept covering it pride eventually he lost everything 30 years of ministry down the drain integrity can make you lose things. And at the end of the day, when he was going to be restituted and when he was, he was given terms, he had to first of all reconcile himself with God and other people. Then he had to now reconcile himself with the, work, the, the being a the worker, the ministry, before he can ever become a leader again. Those are the three steps. First of all, you have to reconcile yourself with God. Instead of when he got there, when he got to that point, you know, they had to tell them, this is the process for it. You need to get back your integrity first. Integrity does not do like a this, like a that. It says, quickly admit to yourself when you are wrong. It took him two years. He didn't admit until he came out again. He, uh, he came out first two years before. He had the grace to admit his wrong to those people that are necessary. He had the grace to confess his sin publicly. He did not. He had to lose everything then the process again. See, if it is the truth is the truth here in America everywhere. It cuts across. If it is a lesson to be learned if you don't learn it by counsel you will learn it by experience. It can take you one year to reach repentance or 30 years, but you will get there. God would not force us to choose integrity. It's It's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. Hallelujah. The next one is Do you subscribe to God's absolute moral standards of it, in his words? Do you subscribe to God's words? Absolute moral standards in his word. There are God's standards. You know, according to the word of God. Some people, when you come to youth meeting, they will say that God says we should not fornicate. He gives him fornication. Kissing is not recorded in the Bible as fornication. I can kiss, I can smoosh, I can do all those things. It's not fornication. Fornication is when you have sexual relations with... But but Jesus said, if you as much as look at a woman, conceive it in your hearts. Look at her in a certain way and you you picture her. You and a fornicator that have done it, you are the same. You're not asking me. As kissing is sin. Sorry, you. (laughs) You have to be able to conform to God's absolute moral standards. That's integrity. Moral standards about money. Moral standards about relationship. Moral standards about everything. Don't get comfortable with doing things wrong. Hallelujah. The next one is, do you talk to people about them or... Do you talk to people or about them behind their backs? Do you have the, the, distinct to talk to people and confront them with what they should do? Or do you talk about them? Sometimes you look at somebody, you see that ah, you have complaints or you have issues with that person. And instead of you to confront the person, you go behind their backs and talk about several things. I'm weary of people who do that. You should be also. I catch myself doing that sometimes, and every time I do that, and I talk to somebody about somebody, you know, I make sure that I review myself and see that is this something I have spoken to this person about. If this conversation comes out, is it something that the person will be surprised about? If it is, I'll call the person straight. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I, if that can only happen, you can only talk to somebody about somebody if you have spoken to the person about that thing. Are you understanding? That is now not talking behind your back. It is talking, maybe using that person as an example or allowing somebody else to talk to the person because sometimes you talk to people about things and they don't seem to hear you. They don't seem to understand you. You say, please let me to talk to this person. I don't understand. Hallelujah. The next one is do you talk to people? Okay, no. Do you submit? The final one is do you submit to God's spirit? And seek to please Him in all that you do. Integrity check. Do you submit to God's Spirit and seek to please Him in all you do? If you're going to be ending on this note on integrity here, I believe that when Reverend comes, he's going to make better, and put better light and understanding on all these things. Do you submit to the Spirit of God? Do you seek to please Him? in all that you do whether you are here or you are there whether you are working in this place or you are working in the other place whether you are a millionaire in Naira or in dollars the same principle applies principles don't change if you are a thief in Naira you will be a thief in dollar If you can steal pencils and crayons and byros without feeling it, you will steal money without feeling it. If you have integrity with small things, you will have integrity with big things. If you are faithful with little things, you will be faithful with big things. If you can be faithful in a relationship, you will be faithful in marriage. If you are unfaithful in relationship, marriage will not correct it. Are you understanding what I am saying? We need to understand that submission to the spirit of God and seeking to please him is the assurance of our integrity. Because integrity needs to be maintained. Every day when we get to the point where we have to check again and check again, we have to make decisions on what to do and what not to do. It is integrity that will help you to go the right way. Remember this first scripture that we read. What was the first scripture we read? Proverbs 10 29. It says, The way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity, but it destroys the wicked. We have nothing to benefit if we don't put integrity in place in our lives. And we have everything to benefit if we live with integrity. We are the first bearer of the consequences of our actions. The fruits that a tree bears remains on the tree first. I want you to stand to your feet and just talk to God. say, Lord, I want to live a life that is pleasing to you. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everything will be added to you. What we need and what we want and the breakthroughs that we are looking for, they are all in the love of God. They are all in the word of God. They are all in the way of God. The road of heavens, the Bible says is styled with gold. The things that we want, they are too common for God to have a difficulty in giving to us. If the road of heaven are tied in God, what do you think the way of the Lord is tied in? Heaven is built for for the saints. The way of the Lord is a stronghold, is a stronghold is a stronghold for anyone with integrity. I want you to pray for integrity in all that you do from today. Give me the grace to work with integrity in my place of work, in my actions, in my friendships, in my thoughts, in my conversations. Lord, help me. Give me the grace for integrity, to maintain integrity in my life. To maintain integrity in my life to maintain integrity in my life give me the grace to maintain integrity in the name of jesus to be a girl of integrity a man of integrity a woman of integrity whose words carries integrity whose life carries integrity a vessel of integrity in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus All eyes closed and all heads bowed. If you are here, you want to renounce your old ways. You know that hmm, with all that has been said, you can find in the points many of the ways that you have gone astray. Many of the ways that you have lived without integrity. To live in, without integrity is to be wicked. To live without integrity is to live in sin. I want you to put your thank you for tuning in on this episode. We hope you've been blessed and empowered to transcend new heights of faith and growth. Stay connected with us for more empowering and faith-filled messages. And remember, you are part of a community committed to transformation. Until next time, go forth empowered by God's grace.